seconds of a you and me on Discord. Holy shit, what happened? What? What do you mean? Oh, nothing. Your your webcam went like one megapixel there for a second. Well, that's how I like it. Yeah, I mean, certainly flattering for you. I know. Oh no, we're forty-four. What if you just we're had the a forty-fourth worst school? Wow, so not far off. U.S. News ranking: We are the forty-ninth. So yeah, we are the forty. U.S. Worst, news. Worst. Yeah, U.S. News, and I trust U.S. News. Uh, I look up. So there's a fun little hack when you go get your uh, Master of Fine Arts in Studio Art. And mm -hmm. There's a website that pretty much has the dictation of the best schools. You don't have a master's, do you? No, I don't. Gotcha. Maggie does. Uh, she's getting her master's. She's but getting the best it. Way to wow. Out, yeah, she's in her last year of her master's. But um, you can go on US, U.S. News, and they have all the MFA programs in the country ranked. Um, and I've always used that as a guide. Um, and it's been pretty consistent because I think it's always been pretty, pretty provable with the top three because the top three are like Yale, UCLA, and... Oh, actual schools, not states. SAIC, I want to say. SAIC. Um, South, South uh, Arkansas. Wow. Mm, Who would have guessed? Yeah, the South Arkansas Institute of uh, Creativity. creativity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's... Uh, all that those is creative... All the cr arts. most creative people come from Arkansas. You wouldn't even... I mean, that's honestly pretty true. Who are famous people from Arkansas? Because I uh, bet there's a bunch Freddie of Mercury. Um, He's not from Arkansas. Brian May. John Deacon, the drummer from Queen. Yeah, they're all from everyone in Johnny Queen. Is from Arkansas. Oh wow, he was a Billy is... Bob Thornton is from Arkansas. Wow, these are all people that I thought were from more important states. Glenn Campbell is from Arkansas. That's a Scotty Pippen. That's a Arkansas. singer, right? Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Yeah, he did. Uh, He's a he country singer. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Scotty Pippen. That's a basketball player. Basketball player. I got. I almost thought that was Scotty McCreary, who was a American Idol winner. Yeah, fuck Scotty McCreary. Yeah, fuck that fuck guy. That what a fucking Lauren asshole. Whatever her name is. Yeah, Lauren name. Elena. Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's uh, give a big Chattanooga Fort Oglethorpe fuck you to yeah, Lauren I Elena. Awful. The I, biggest I bitch. That's just so terrible. I, I don't really mean that. Please. Before the CCs in Fort Oglethorpe closed, I heard. Oh my God! This is personal info. <laughs> should we? Should we release this? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck I mean, I guess. I don't really. I don't really dislike her. I think I actually heard that she's a, a pretty nice person. She. Oh, she... I heard she's a total asshole too. Really? Yeah. You I, always I, had I mean, your I'm... finger on the pulse with. Uh like uh semi well uh, well pretty much every you knew like someone who knew you, if you didn't personally know them you knew someone who knew someone like pretty much everywhere in ringgold and fordo it was uh, it was always a very admirable trait yeah i think i got that from the amoses to be honest like uh shout out yeah shout out, shout out patrick i think only philip would listen to this podcast but um you always had your yeah, foot in no. the the homeschool world and your foot in the uh, in the uh, normal uh, world. Um, I've always 
strive to be well connected. That's always been like a and you and you do almost to a sociopathic level. Um, I used to take it very personally as a kid. Um, well, I mean, I not take it personally, but it used to make me feel very bad when I was younger because I didn't I didn't know anyone. Hold on, I gotta I gotta send a text message real quick. This is uh this is an ad lib, but this is an important to, text to a person. <laughs> is this the person who you also got a voicemail from? No, I I'm not sending any text messages to him. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a coworker of mine had a had a family uh, tragedy occur. Oh this no, he's a good friend of mine, and uh, he doesn't listen to this anyway. This coworker, I mean, yeah, my coworker. You're friends with your coworkers. Uh, I try to be, I don't have any friends in Nevada, right? So I try to be friends with my coworkers because, well, a couple of them. I mean, I don't know. It's a tenuous relationship. Yeah, no, it's, really, it's, it's good to get along with people. With Iron Dog. Iron Dog was like one of my best buddies for like two months. Did you, did you know him in Nevada? Yeah, he was, uh, he's actually from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Old retired iron worker that was I see here. I see he was, a, he was a good buddy of mine do I I mean I'm not friends with the I I'm part of a I'm I'm part of a very small elite team of individuals uh so we try like 18 you know hold on say that say that again you're cutting out a bit I said I I it's kind of like the a team you know it's like the oh yeah you know, like totally the, uh a certain series of people with a certain specific set of tasks or uh skill sets you know yeah I mean? and it's better if we if we don't know each other because the more we know about each other like the anonymity is key. right like the you kind of can't trust people if you know their secrets yeah that's that's kind of my rule in life like you can't really uh you can't like you can't really trust someone unless you both have like an equal amount of dirt on each other you know what i mean Exactly. Yeah, anyway, um you know, I was just thinking this week because I've uh I've just been working. Yeah. And uh you know, it's pretty much what I do every day. It's just work. I just work a lot. And I don't really I don't I don't do much when I get home from work. I kind of just go to sleep. Me and Megan have been reading uh Wrinkle in Time. Oh, nice. Uh, together a book for I've children. Reading it aloud. It's really great, actually. I'd never mm -hmm. read it before, but it's a great fucking book. I wanted to I read it when I was a kid, but I never learned how to read. Uh, I never learned how to sit down with, like, a book and and, and enjoy it without, uh, without just, like, forcing myself to pay attention. Yeah, Megan was talking to me about, she was like, she's like, you love buying books. And I was like, that's true. I do love buying books. Yeah. Um, cause it's no, like same a, here kind of a thing i just love buying them you yeah know? you just put it on the like, shelf and you buying. and you go like wow what if i read it and i became like smarter and like absorb the information but it's like it's more yeah, fun exactly. it's more fun to think about that than it is to actually uh well no, no no it's it's not more fun it's it's uh what's the word easier it's easier to more just stimulating uh, to buy the book than to read it, arguably. Uh, it's, yeah, it's spending your hard-earned capital. Um, kind of a dopamine hit to buy the book. And you can kind of you can set yourself up. You have the book, so it's like, oh, I could read this book, 
at some point. Exactly. Yeah. No. And you and you think, oh, there will be a time and a place when I need to read this book. Or Absolutely. There will be a perfect moment that'll it. just come where I'm going to go. Oh, I want to read this book. It's not now. Yeah. It's not now when I'm thinking about it and I just bought it. It's going to be at some later point in the future. Yeah, and that never happens. I usually get rid of half the things that oh I my buy. God. I usually just like what my cat just took the nastiest shit in my room and like your cat get like super wiry after taking a shit not typically um no but i mean i don't know if you saw he knocked that's the lid of the litter box that he just like completely knocked off uh after he yeah i i actually need a second because it's kind of overpowering the room (laughs) he didn't do a good job burying his turd so i gotta do it for him okay you 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 do that i'm gonna talk about how chagall yeah riff Chagall takes his shits uh yeah so chagall does this thing where i'm looking at him right now jesus you all right um uh yeah so chagall does this thing where he will uh shit and then he will run around the room, the entire premises of the apartment. I mean, just like laps fast as he can. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because he gets like a load off and he's like, man, I feel fucking awesome. This is the best part of my day. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny because nasty just, I don't know that. I kind of feel relieved when I shit, but I don't feel like super... Um, super energized necessarily so it's kind of a weird thing that me and the cat have a difference um you know what that's okay the fact that cat and i are different is all right and i'm gonna say that it's just fine it's it's okay anyway what's the difference between what's the difference between you and your cat uh is when he takes a shit he seemingly gets more energized he like (laughs) runs around the room he like hops he gets the zoomies as they would call you know the zoomies Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I honestly, I think I was saying that before people started saying it, and now that people say wow. it, it kind Zoomy of hipster. Me off. Yeah, I am a Zoomy hipster. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I feel like language is, uh, especially with the rise of memes, there, there's kind of this pressure to make language as cute as possible, and, and yeah, that just tends to kind of piss me off because the world is not cute i don't think it should be cute i think the world is a dark depressing place I mean, how else do we survive this terrible world without making it kind of cute you know um by being candid and uh like i don't believe in candid candor at all can- you know? <laughs> candor candorous at all i don't think you should be candid at all why not? You don't you think should, you should be you should like curt and uh, like honest I, with your I, language? Let's take an example. That's something I ver- example. Uh, that's no. something I value gonna, about people starting to reevaluate no. our friendship. You, know, you walk into the uh, you walk into the doctor's office. You've uh, you just went for tests about let's say two weeks ago. You get a call from the doctor and he says, "Hey, you need to come in. We need to have a meeting." You say, "All right, cool. Well, is my insurance going to cover this meeting? Is this like a necessary meeting?" The answer is always and, no. And uh, the doctor walks out and he goes, well, hey there, bud. Instead of uh, just thinking you had a little in and out, you actually got some cancer. Little cancer cancer. Oh, no, it's all up in your lungs and it's actually traveled up to your esophagus, too. Oh, no. Would that make you feel better? Or do you want the doctor to walk in and say you have cancer uh, in your lungs and in your esophagus and it doesn't look good? We're going to do more tests, but it doesn't look good. Which one would you prefer to hear? Because honestly, I don't know. I think I'm at the point in my life where I want to hear 
the first one. Uh, I want to hear the uh, the the kind of the sweet little yippee yippee. You one, are you, know, the, the you are deluding yourself. You choose to live in a uh, in a version of the world that you have like created uh, that that I don't think really. I mean, so here's the thing: is that you know, Mark said uh, the opium of the people is religion, but I say now. Why did Mark really say that? Hold. Yeah, he was very. He's got an anti-religion for that point. Anyway, he said that the religion is the opiate of the masses. Yeah. And I would say now that memes are the opiate of the masses and cute talk is the opiate of the masses. And anything that will deaden the nail going in to my skin and bones and sinew is something like the I cross. long for. <laughs> So just make it as good as when they possible. come to crucify Whatever. Dylan you gotta do, Thomas. You gotta put a goddamn fucking clown mo- costume on to tell me that I have terminal cancer. You know what? Life's absurd anyway. I'm gonna enjoy it. Well, I I say, do think as much as I am judging you for like wanting to live in a more uh, like like a softened version of the world, I suppose. Um, I do think in in the world that we do live in, where where medical costs are as high as they are, insurance is not covering what it should, um, that you should at the very least have the option to request um, some kind of like presentational, uh, like yeah, like kind like of entertaining like a song kind or of like uh, a dance or like you know I think when you go down. And you're uh, you're filling out your personal information on the medical chart, you know, whatever. Um, next to your social security number, I think it should say, "Do you want your bad news delivered in a song? Do you want your bad news delivered by a magician? Do you want your bad news delivered by a clown? Do you want your bad news delivered by someone who's trying to be Larry David? Think like a barbershop quartet by Larry David himself, which obviously creates a surcharge." Uh, uh- Oh, you're, uh, but... you're, you're gonna die. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to know? I mean, come on. You see, uh, the guy, Larry David, a guy that you kind of transgressed earlier today, is actually the person who's going to kill you. Like, my I would show. really like it if my bad news could be delivered by Larry David, circa the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where he uh, is accidentally racist. That would be the funniest and best way for my terminal ailment of lupus to be delivered to me. I have anyway, seen... Uh, all the people with lupus, I'm not trying to belittle you at all. <laughs> it's just a matter of the fact that like, I was just creating an example of a bad illness. I was anyway. reading about lupus earlier today, and wow. What? Bad, dude. Lupus is what gnarly a, shit. What a shit deal if you have lupus. lupus disease that's like if you're poor it's really bad but if you're rich it's not as bad that's what i've heard yeah i don't yeah because it has like there's a lot of treatments that you can do but they're very expensive oh um, i see and it's like if you're poor you don't usually have access to those treatments in which case you just die i mean isn't that uh, the isn't that the same old song for for years and years well, no, because I, th- I I do feel like there are certain like illnesses, like diabetes, like uh, you get diabetes. The rich, the poor, they deal with diabetes very similarly. I don't think that there's a whole lot of like change. I think it's in, much like, more of a pain in the ass if you're poor, like having to no, buy it is, test sure. strips and like all the insulin different tech, like blood sugar monitors and, and yeah, yeah, insulin and like 
yeah, I think if you're, I, I'm sure insurance covers it, but like probably having to take insulin shots versus having to like, versus having an insulin pump. I think an insulin pump is more expensive. Uh, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fucked up that like, but I mean, up. that is the, but again, that's the world that we live in. It's not puppies and rainbows, Dylan, that. This is uh, that that the rich, they even if they are unfortunate and have like certain diseases or ailments, it's usually like uh, sometimes they don't have to suffer as much uh, when they are afflicted. You do have to think about like kind of the uh, I guess this would be like a horseshoe theory thing. But like, yeah, the, the rich don't have to suffer from illnesses until they're the rich that who are, are inbred. Um, like the royals, in which case I'm sure the royals just have a. And then they have, have a, a laundry fuck ton of diseases. Of yeah, gnarly diseases. I mean, just can you imagine what the queen and like Prince Andrew are riddled with? I mean, they're probably just riddled with like backwards toe syndrome and like fucking like their fingers don't move unless it's like the second week of October and like fucking. Just like, you know, like a witch cursed them like 500 years ago and that probably has something bad that's going on. Like they just have some fucking terrible shit going on. Yeah, so like club, shout out club foot, club lip. Other royalty because I'm sure the amount of inbred, inbreeding that happened and occurred over the long lineage of... Uh, Webbed fingers. Of royalty? I guess. I don't know. Of the English aristocracy? Well, know. you gotta keep Either the way. bloodline pure. Uh, you have to, because, because blood has, if, Harry Potter. what's that? Uh, yes, exactly. Like, talking about Harry Potter? I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, that's where it comes from in Harry Potter is, uh, I mean, uh, on the one hand, it's a, it's a, or on one level, it's a, it's an allegory for, for race, but it's also about the, uh, it's also about the uh, keeping the bloodline, like, like the Royals. Aha, topical. Uh, okay. yeah, I, I, I don't know if there were any trans see that's how little she cares for us is that she wouldn't even like allude to us in the books well she probably could back into just like she did like the whole like uh, Dumbledore, Dumbledore yeah he was like, actually Draco Malfoy is trans uh, I hate trans people and that's why Draco Malfoy oh is my bad God. <laughs> that's, is that's J.K. Rowling, Rowling saying that yeah. right yeah, no, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, that's why she Rowling. made. That's why she made him the villain Rowling because the because trans people shit. are, are yeah, uh, it's fucking um, evil uh, racist. That's why she hates him so much is because Voldemort. All is the trans. right, all the evil. Bellatrix Lestrange She's is. Like, trans. I am being woke because I am acknowledging trans people, but I'm also throwing in my two cents and saying that I hate trans people, and that's that why would the be villain. that would be an amazing move on her part if she I retconned would, like all. Like all the evil characters were trans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is like, where do you? <laughs> Voldemort is non-binary, and that's why he's evil. I mean, that I I could actually get with that headcanon because he doesn't. I mean, you. I mean, I mean, in the books, Voldemort, they don't really an argument for Voldemort being like non-binary, right? Because he's kind of reborn. Or yeah, like who knows if he has sex organs? Like he doesn't have yeah, a nose. He doesn't have a nose, so like we can assume he doesn't have a dick, right? Right. Exactly. He, I think that's a solid a assumption thing. to make. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, funny J.K. Rowling being woke. Um, you just have to wonder if she just like. You know, if she's tired of being woke or if she's just maybe unaware of what being woke is or since woke is 
kind of constantly changing. Like, and I feel like woke is even kind of derogatory, like being up with the, the latest. Did you going on? This is, this is, I'm riffing off your notes right now. So hopefully you can, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tie this in. I'm trying to explain how this ties in, but I'm just going to fucking, did you see the Dave Chappelle special? The new one? There's a new one? Yeah, they it just came out like within the last week. I think it came out like Wednesday or Thursday. Damn, I gotta watch it. Uh, I, I yes, I would I would say watch it and then and then let me know what you think because there is some rather like I I don't know what to call it like controversial for sure, um, but. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you watch it and we can like really get into the nitty gritty of it. Um, in the tell me what you expect on going the in next episode. Understanding, maybe you haven't. Maybe okay, haven't so the reason it. the reason why I brought it up just now is because um, in the following suit from his last couple of specials, he has some trans material. Uh, in there, and he brings up uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, weird how all this ties in. <laughs> because he says that that he's like, oh, they called J.K. Rowling a turf, um, and you don't have to know what that means because people like woke people or trans people make up uh, words so that they can win arguments. Um, oh. And then, and then he like backtracks, and he's like, "I mean, this is all material, so I don't know, it, like, if it's backtracking or what." Um, and and he goes, "No, like, turf means trans exclusionary radical feminist." And he's like, "If that's the case, then I'm team turf." Um, and and it, because she, because Rowling said that gender is a fact, and he's like, "Oh, right. well, if that's what makes her a turf, then I guess I'm a turf too, because gender right. is a fact, because uh, every person in this room." had to pass through the legs of a woman to be born. And it's like, um, and, and it's like, you can kind of see where he's coming from there that, but it's also like, I, I think the term is biological essentialism or gender essentialism where it's like, yeah. so you're narrowing down. So like, okay, so that's a woman to you. Like a woman is someone with the biological capability of childbearing, yes? And it's like, well, what about, like, women who have had hysterectomies, who don't have a uterus, or women who are, like, uh, like um, barren, like, who who don't have the ability to, like, yeah, have mean, women children? women born without uteruses. Or, or right, like, are they still a woman? Or, and, then, and then it's like, these are just debate tactics, of course. Like, right. uh, like I'm sure that in, in his mind, it's like whatever, whatever he says is a woman is is a woman um and it's like so he just doesn't and he just doesn't get it basically um yeah no, like he and he and he goes on he, he tries to kind of uh like bring it bring it back like say that that he like respects the the experience or whatever of trans people because of this um he this person that he brought on the road with him or like used as an opening act for a little bit who who was trans and uh but he still doesn't quite seem to like 
to think that like someone who identifies as a different gender is valid and i think he's still um like conflates gender and sex and that if someone doesn't like you know if someone with a certain set of genitals or a certain set of sexual characteristics is like performing some kind of different or like performing or inhabiting some other kind of like gender uh like identity that he isn't really he he doesn't get it and i i think he acknowledges that he doesn't get it but it still feels kind of mean-spirited and it's like why wouldn't you just leave it alone then yeah it's like you could have left that out of your like your act right like and... the whole the whole trans jokes i mean and it's one of those things where it's like it used like when he did his last but and i haven't seen the new special so i i don't know what i'm speaking to exactly yeah. but when he did his last special he did um i feel like it was at a time in which um he felt at the very least that there was like a kind of a war on comedians or something um and yeah. he did i it's some very famously uh atrocious and I'll be a kind of funny uh, Michael Jackson jokes, um, which mm-hmm. were terrible. <laughs> um, I mean, terrible, you know, funny, all that kind of stuff. He he's always been one of those borderline kind of edgy comics, and he's yeah, always he's always been of that. He's always um, been I don't, an edge lord. I don't have an issue with that necessarily, but it's one of those things where it's like I feel like that moment is past, and he's still hung up on trans people, but like no one else is necessarily hung up on trans people, like. I don't know about you, but I haven't thought about J.K. J.K. Rowling being transphobic in months. Um, I think it's it still feel like they still talk about it a lot like, on Twitter. Um, oh, okay. Because I mean, that's just one of those things where it's just like it. It feels like the moment for that to be like, "Oh, gotcha," you know, like has passed, and like the solidarity with J.K. Rowling just feels really awkward at this point. I mean, to me, and I don't pay attention to the news i'm i like don't watch or read the news at all um and i'm I'm not on twitter so i can't say that exactly it's just a matter of like feels like one of those things where it's like why would you why are you keep hammering on this point that like is kind of a dead point you know like it's like you don't understand it okay dave that's fine nobody's asking you to get it but you still really want to ask people why you don't get it and yeah it's like, why it, you know it, i mean it, it just doesn't make sense to me necessarily. that's that's kind of where i'm at too it's like why do you want to like ser- uh, seriously like i it's hard for me to even come up with like uh, theories as to why because it's because it's like do you want people do do you like the hate? Do you like people talking about you? And it's like I don't know if he really does because one this was his last like he he signed a deal with Netflix I think to like make a certain number of comedy specials and this was yeah. the last one. I don't know if he's going to take a break from stand up or not. Um but like this is the last contractually obligated special of his that's going to come out on Netflix at least for like this package, I guess. Um, and he said it's going to be the last for a while, but we'll we'll see. Um, and, and, and it's like uh, that. It's like you have. He's probably the highest paid stand up ever. Um, well, like, aside from Kevin Hart. Yeah, but, aside from Kevin Hart. Aside from Kevin Hart. But Kevin Hart, I Kevin I don't Hart think. I still don't think uh, Kevin Hart probably doesn't have like the 
like the legendary kind of status no, that, that Dave Chappelle God has. Status. I mean, it, when Dave Chappelle speaks, people listen. And I feel like when Kevin Hart it, speaks, people. And that maybe. is, that's something I would totally give Dave Chappelle is that I I'm watching that special and even parts where I'm not laughing because this is probably the one where like I laughed the least. I did laugh, right. but I didn't laugh like, a lot of the jokes also i don't know if i'm getting too woke for my own good um but a lot of the jokes i just didn't even like get um like i i didn't even understand like what he was going for they just seemed like kind of like like oh controversial um and uh fuck where was i where was i going um but but yet i i'm watching the special and like even the parts where i'm not laughing I'm like, th- he's such a gifted speaker. He's so good no, he's at talking. Beyond all fact, he's, and, he's a really good. And orator. you can still see, like, I think the best comedians really do just like see the world in like a very unique way. In, I mean, we all do. We all have a un- unique perspective on the world. I think that, y- or at least every person in the world is capable of cultivating their own unique perspective uh and the best comedians like not only like have like a highly like unique and and, like have cultivated that perspective um to like the nth degree but are also like incredibly talented at articulating that perspective right. and and like and also like their 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 cadence of how they speak is, is unique and tailored to their perspective and uh and their and their language their syntax is like it all just kind of like it comes back and complements their their unique perspective you know and and, and yeah he he's just so he is very good at what he does Um, Yeah, but I mean, he's very gifted for sure. And you can still see like that perspective, like at work, you know, but it's like, it's just unfortunate that even though he seems to acknowledge that he doesn't like fully understand like this the 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 experience of a trans person that he's like fuck it i'm going to i'm going to talk about it anyway and like i don't care if it like damages like i don't care if like my platform um like does damage to whatever the journey to like our acceptance is in the mainstream or yeah or like tolerance or whatever um, I, I think that's kind of um, unfortunate, not, not in a sense of like, oh, he's using his power for evil or something like that, um, but just like, but but yeah, you, I just ask like, why do you need to do that? Like, why? I don't yeah, know. Because no, I, 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 I don't mean, even want to say. I want to say that I, I don't think I completely understand where you're coming from, only because I'm not a trans person. It oh, sure. And you haven't seen the special. But. I haven't seen the special yet, but I will say just from where you're at it, or what you're speaking about it with, I think it is just a matter of like, um, it feels like an issue that everyone has moved on from. And it feels like an issue where like, 
to me at least, and I'm not, you know, I'm obviously not the uh, the representative for the greater populace, but it doesn't feel like he's speaking truth to some sort of like hole in a thing that everyone's talking about or everyone's with. And it doesn't seem like he's being, you know, critical of wokeness for wokeness's sake, but it does feel like he's got a personal issue that he needs to resolve and he's finding the yeah. worst possible outlet to do that. Which is his stage yeah, act. Like being, his stage act mm-hmm. I mean, his stage act is fucking legendary, but it's just a matter of, like, it gets awkward when you can't feel the pulse of the moment because you're so hung up on one certain thing. Right. That, and, uh, like, it's like, it's just like, why, it, it just, it's, it, you know, you can edit your fucking act, you know? It just comes down to, if you need to edit your act, some shit leaves, you know, some shit stays and shit it's just a matter of like you don't need to keep it all in there and if you're keeping it all in there as a point to like because i i feel like i feel like dave Chappelle's one of his like kind of things is like he's like he has a bit sometimes and he knows when he's speaking truth to power like when i remember sure. i saw him live in chattanooga and i was like holy shit like this is amazing oh, he had yeah. like a like a decently like bipartisan thing to say about trump because it was two months after trump got elected mm-hmm. it was in december of 2016 um or january of 2017 either way it was like i mean it was an incredible show and it left me feeling like okay like i i heard some i heard like a you know i heard a seer speak in a way yeah um about this and it was a good thing and i feel like um in his last special he was like oh yeah like i totally you know he's kind of speaking he's being critical of this wokeness thing and like okay good for you like you obviously have a thing I'm I'm here to listen to it because I've always liked you as a comedian. Right, and it's like uh-huh. that that's your perspective. Like, your thing is that you get to, like, you... They almost need freedom of speech in a way. Like, comedians kind of need free speech in a way. And, like, to have the freedom to say, like, whatever and, like, throw shit at the wall uh, in order to find, like... Find out what sticks. I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's almost exactly what I was going to say. That yeah, like not just your material, but also like to find to find what the truth is. You know, like I I think one thing that I've learned from what little comedy I have like done in public um, is that you can like you can spend all day like writing shit on your own. But until you, like, share your ideas with the world, you're never going to know if, like, it's actually, if, if it is funny, you know? Like, you may think it's yeah. funny, and, and like, you know, good for you. And your friends might think it's funny who you share it with, but, but yeah, like, finding this kind of, uh, not universal but like more widely accepted kind of like yeah things that like strike notes uh with people and um and you know maybe that and maybe that's why it is so unfortunate and so frustrating that it's like oh i guess like hearing this person like speak the way he does about trans people really does like strike a note with a lot of people and uh which i mean maybe that's true but i just don't feel like that's true i don't know i mean obviously i'm in a vacuum and i have no idea and i don't know the pulse of the world or or the populace but it just doesn't 
it does like the way you're describing it and obviously i haven't watched it but it's just a matter of like the way you're describing it in this moment is just like you know it does feel as if um does feel as if it's like ah you kind of miss the miss the head of the nail there and you're just kind of like beating your own thumb to death because you're upset about your thumb i mean it's just one of those things where it's like i mean i get making a joke and like i get making an edgy joke okay that's fine but it's like a matter of like sometimes sometimes what you say to yourself is not meant to go into public and also like uh, yeah and and maybe you have some internal processing to do by yourself to figure out what you have going on so that you can give the best and your like your best performance that isn't hung up on like something that you have going on in your internal reality, you know? Yeah. But, but also it, another kind of grievance I had was like, and this is really kind of true of like all comedians that we, I don't know if we count on them, but I think a lot of like what people love about their favorite comedians is that, yeah, they kind of echo um they, they kind of like notice things about the world that maybe yeah, their observations on the world um I guess are and, and they they point things out that maybe other people don't see um or like we all see, but we don't talk about, or we don't talk about them in certain ways, or like in in candid uh, enough, you know, to repeat the word candid. Um, the uh, don't speak of things like they don't tiptoe around like uh, hard subjects, I guess. Um, and I think at a certain point, like comedians once they reach a certain level of success and i don't know if you can necessarily like pinpoint it um but i mean if you are an entertainer or a comedian who has signed like like a 50 million dollar deal with uh with a streaming company and you're also you have like I, I just don't know how in touch with, like, lay people you can be, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a great point. You kind of feel disconnected from, like, whatever populace you're speaking to at a certain point. Like, if, you're, right. you know, if your and chef has cooked your food for that many years, do you really <laughs> do you remember how to stir a fucking pot? I mean, it just comes wow. down to, like... It's a great analogy. Uh-oh, you there? Oh no, we may have lost Dylan, folks. Yep, I think he's gone. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You there? dead there for a second i don't know my my i think i might have hit a my a, oh, a no. phone or something i don't know what happened i hit a button um so either the, way yeah no I just, yeah, the last uh, thing you said was stir uh that great analogy about if you're if your chef's been cooking for you for years like do you still remember how to stir a pot yeah it's just a matter of like i, I totally agree with that it's just a matter of like if you're signing um 
if you're signing, you know, deals with Netflix for, you know, $50 million, which is just an incalculable amount of money for uh, 99.98% of the fucking world. Yeah. And, really and it's almost like. kind of understand what's going on? Like, do you get it? Do you get it anymore? Are you on, do you have your finger on the, how do you have your finger on the pulse if you have that much money? You know, like I, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot because you, it's like, oh yeah, I have this great audience. I'm going to be able to like talk to and proclaim my truth to but at that point now that i've been given this price point how far away from that audience am i anymore you know if if, if your whole you know it's kind of like in an extreme example would be like fucking you know doing a whole fucking act about how your bonbons that your uh your your servant brought to you are just not to the exact temperature that you like and, right. everybody, and, and you're like and right, I, guys? Come on, you get it, right? When your fucking bonbons are too cold? But I feel like in the past, he kind of, like, I feel like in the past, he has kind of done that. That he, Yeah, that, you know, he's always kept to that, like, you know, he moved out of L.A. to Ohio, and he lives on a farm in Ohio. Yeah, in, like, the middle of nowhere, and... Chick. I mean, it's like half of his fucking persona at this point is that he, like, moved out because, you know, he, like... He didn't want to be around that, you know, the the fame, the celebrity, as it were, you know. Yeah, but then he but then he also has material about going to like expensive restaurants and like driving a Porsche and stuff. And, and it's like so on one on in one way, he seems to like acknowledge that he lives on like a different like like a much higher level than than the rest of us, uh, you know, but his is much higher. Yeah, and, and and he acknowledges that his lifestyle is just very different from us. Not only like, not only the pay level, but also like the you know the of being like uh, a respected like entertainer, like kind of like uh, almost like a thought leader in a way. I guess like people people yeah, no, exactly. people respect him. I think like a lot of people look up to him. Uh, I, I know I certainly did for a while. Not that I'm, like, disillusioned with him. Um, I don't know. It, it, I, I just wonder where where we go from here. I mean, I know it's his last special for a while, but I just wonder, like, what is going to... What will become of Dave Chappelle? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... Because it I'll seems watch like he's just in a week or two and I'll, you know, yeah, yeah. I, do watch it I, and yeah, and let me know. Do a little recap, and let me know what you think. Um, but but yeah, it just kinda, seems. I mean, it's kind of a bummer, I guess, just from what you're what you're saying, because it just does seem like. And I and I I try not to use language of like, well, he's you know he's expressing harmful rhetoric, but in a in a way, I mean, he is. I mean, if you're, to me, yeah. it's like it. When you look at the statistics of like of trans people that die every day via suicide or murder or whatever, I mean, forty percent. Yeah, it's a fucking astronomical number, and it's like of all the things to poke fun at. At this, I get it. You know, okay, maybe you got a bit, and it's fine. But like, of all the things to fucking poke fun at, why choose? So, why choose a group that is already so impacted by society? It doesn't seem like they need to be made fun of, you know, it's like it, it, it's there's a lot of easy it's it, maybe it's like and I hate to say this and I hate to be the guy who says this, but it's like fucking like, you know, don't punch down like sure. that, you know, punch, it's funny to punch down sometimes. I get that. But like, why is it funny right now to punch down to trans people? You know, it's just like, 
Yeah, I just felt like he could have been. Lives, you know, it, it was seemed... like he gave. It was like he wanted to be self-aware, but it's like, it, it was like, oh, guys, like I'm self-aware about this, but it's like, are you? Uh, are, yeah, like, are you? You're still doing the bit, and if you're really self-aware, wouldn't you not have this on stage? Like, wouldn't this wouldn't this be a bit for the next special? You or, know, like when you or just it out, like try and. I, I I don't know because like I I feel like to to rewrite his bits or whatever uh would would be to you know say like I'm on the same like level of of like performance or or uh you know writing as as the man himself as well, Dave Chappelle. Well, I mean, we are because um, we just signed a Netflix deal. So yeah, that's true, uh, and uh, we, we split. We're supposed to say that, but we did do just sign. Oh fuck the NDA. Well, I mean, they know we have a and podcast and like a huge listenership, uh, so it was going to get out. I mean, Netflix. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible, actually. The moves we're making, money moves, is what I would call them. Um, yeah, I'm really glad they like they took a all the slurs we want to, and they're going to make it so that it's okay. Um, and that's one thing Dave Chappelle probably didn't have license to, you know, is that we get to do whatever we want on netflix um uh yeah i thought it was like going to netflix and in uh in single-handedly committing um i'm not actually gonna say that because that sounds really bad it's too far anyway uh anyway uh yeah no either way netflix gave me the opportunity to actually uh go to a, a developing country and commit heinous atrocities and they would just say it's for r and d um, they would actually say that it was actually a part of my uh, comedic. Um, oh fuck! What is R and D again? Return, return, uh, research and development. Re- what in development? Research, research and development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean that we are on the same level as Dave Chappelle. I'm actually higher up than Dave Chappelle because I've, um, I'm gonna have just by this Netflix deal alone enough credits to match every single Dave Chappelle show episode. Um, and I don't care if he hears this and, and wants to fight me because at the end of the day, um, I mean, what you could do is y- y'all could box. Uh, you could have like a big celebrity boxing. Uh, like that would be great. It would be celebrity versus not really well i mean you're a celebrity now i mean even if you're not not well, now but just wait like until post the netflix special and like we right like it. once it drops and everyone is like happens, like we get up to once that it's like level number one like, on yeah, streaming it, yeah we'll be fine it will be like the new uh we'll be the new squid game uh yeah i take on squid game that's going to be the whole uh, thing, actually. We're going to do a Squid Game ourselves. That show I, that I know um, lots of things about, and everyone you not watch Squid Game? Everyone knew about it before it came out, um, and it was hotly, highly anticipated. Uh, no, uh, no, I haven't watched it. Are you watching it? I watched it. I uh, okay. Uh, are you, so are you like a TV person? Are you into like new shows that come out, or, or you try to be? Uh, Megan and I... Because we don't really have a lot of time, we do tend to like a way to like unwind during the day is to watch television. Um, and I don't tend to be a new show person. Like we'll usually watch. Um, like we've kind of gone through like the you know the old great shows. Like yeah, we watched we watched The Sopranos and we watched. Uh, and we'll pick like a crime drama usually, but for some reason I. 
a bunch of my uh, co-workers were talking about Squid Game. And I decided to watch it. And it's Megan all over Twitter. Um, it. It's like number, I think it's number one right now on, on Netflix. Those, it's just, I don't have anything to comment about it other than like, it's cool that a giant piece of essentially anti-capitalist propaganda can mm. get put out and be the number one thing streaming in the entire world. And yet still we do nothing about capitalism um, other than just watch shows about anti-capitalism. That's always so, the... Mark Fisher moment of the day, but yeah, I mean that's how they I keep winning, know. right? Is you is you like, yeah, I mean you it know is you, how they... you you make like a product that goes like oh products are bad, and it's like oh my god products are bad. Let me buy this product that will that oh, will yeah, exactly. remind me like, how bad products are. Like when Parasite came out, and Parasite was like so mm. highly reviewed and shit, but like it 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 just comes down to a matter of like it's one of those things where um what is mark fisher's like famous quote i'm gonna be a real fucking uh annoying reddit uh meme communist but uh yeah it's like it's easier to imagine the end of the world than the end of capitalism and it's yeah. just simply such that it's like it is easier to imagine a world in which we watch countless amounts of entertainment about and about the the failings and and absolute atrocities of capitalism like squid game or parasite or other films um yeah we don't do jack shit about the fucking problem so you know aoc can wear that goddamn dress anywhere she wants but uh we're still just watching shows about it and going to work at amazon distribution centers and, uh, you know, did you see that the person who uh, designed her dress owes like a hundred thousand dollars in back taxes? <laughs> I wonder however many years that is, because, I mean, that's not hard to accrue. Actually, it would be pretty hard to accrue. Never mind. I mean, it, depends, salary, it depends how much. Uh, yeah, it depends how much money you make. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, can we pause real quick? We can edit this out. But I really have to piss. I'm OK, die. yeah. I mean, go for it right back all right oh well now now that our friend dylan is gone um you know we all know how he feels about capitalism but i just want to say how much i think capitalism is amazing um i think capitalism is the way that we save um the world um you know, developing countries, I think we should bring them, uh, we should bring capitalism to them, we should bring them money printing machines, and we should teach them, you know, add currency to whatever, like, dynamic is going on here, um, like, start, start buying food from each other, start, start, like, charging for, for pots and baskets and, and stuff, like, if you, yeah, if you catch a fish, sell it um i think that that is really j just get them into the global economy um or like get them used to like a capitalist economy um so that we can start you know it on, on in in one way it'll kind of help them um, but really it'll end up helping us in the long run. And that's what you really want. Uh, us being, you know, the United States cause, cause we're the best. Um, so we should try to help ourselves as much as possible. Um, 
So yeah, don't tell Dylan. I mean, hey. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this fucking episode, motherfucker. Don't act like you can't buy me. Uh, um, yeah, no. So, no, I was just uh, talking anyway. about how capitalism is bad. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm sure you were. Anyway, capitalism is <laughs> bad, but I'm about to do blood rituals to make sure Shiba Inu goes up. So. Right. Oh, yay. Uh, your, your favorite. Yeah, Shiba Inu. Your crypto of choice. I'm going to. I don't even give a. I, I don't know anything about crypto. Now, I don't know Be anything careful. About don't anything. get an FCC violation. What What do you mean? What's an FCC? You can't, Why would this be an FCC violation? Because you can't give financial advice on a I'm on not a giving podcast. any financial advice. I I'm know. Just saying, I know. No, you haven't said anything experience. yet, but just be careful. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about crypto. I've never followed it. I've always thought it's a hokey kind of magic thing that... Billionaires and libertarians are really into, and I know a lot of my friends have involved invested money into it, and that's fine. I, you know, I mean, when poor people invest money into a thing, it doesn't bother me. When Elon Musk starts talking about crypto when he wants to create his own alternative currency so he can create his own nation state in Tesla warehouses, that's when it scares me. But nonetheless, I I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be a genius move. Just make every every Tesla plant like its own country." So that you can. I mean, that is essentially what they're. You know, they're trying to build with a where the Tesla factory we have oh, out here. Oh yeah, I factory town around it. So right. that's like a thing. That's not a. That's just a reality. I, I mean, it is. It, it is yeah. genius. You you don't have to. There wouldn't be any labor laws. Uh, you could have like children, like literal children, uh, like working and building appliances and like uh on the assembly line and shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you heard about like I I read something that like um, Amazon wants to have like warehouse towns or like fulfillment towns yeah, where distribution uh, towns. What's that? Distribution center towns. Yeah, where it's just like like a little commune, I guess, like a little Amazon commune where like there's little housing complexes and and whatnot. So everyone who works in the fulfillment center just like. You go to the you go to work and then your apartment is like down the street and there's like little shuttle buses that to get you to and from work and uh, yeah no I mean this is the thing seems history cute, is right? a process because the mining companies you know 100, 150 years ago found sure. out the hard way that when you do this um, and then and then people get upset is when the national guard comes in and starts shooting people i mean that's just simply it's like, i mean did you do you not know your union history this is a very big party no, mining uh, town in no. virginia there were there were entire wars being fought i mean like literal ground wars of okay. people shooting against each other and yeah, the national I, guard was called in by the president um to like stave off these fucking horrible like what year was essentially this like little battles um the the Battle of Blair Mountain is a big one. Uh, there's some others. I mean, there's been uh, as long as there's been uh, working forces in in mass like that. There's been this kind of thing. It's been the same way with sort of like um, like car factories. Like uh, there used to be like the UAW versus uh, fucking um, Henry Ford was a big thing too. Like the Pinkerton Agency and like uh, union busting and a actual scale of like busting people's limbs and heads damn and pinkertons killing people uh for you know to make sure that they couldn't get that extra week of vacation pay did you mention um, the ludlow massacre is did you say that a second ago 
No, no, I didn't. I just said the Battle of Blair Mountain and also other labor strikes, which have ended in violence. This but yeah, Ludlow massacre seems fucking wild. Yeah, it got really intense, and it's just a matter of like if. And I hate to be. I'm not trying to be a like a a real extremist when I say this, but like you, you put people in situations where they don't own their house, they don't own the food that they eat, they don't own the. It's just owned by the mining company, yeah. Like, they're owned by the company, and by this case, it would be a multinational uh, corporation like Amazon. It's just a matter of like, well, uh, when shit goes down, shit's going to go fucking down, and it's not going to be good. It's going to be very well, that bad. That doesn't even seem like communism. That seem, I mean, that doesn't even seem like capitalism. That seems more like communism, to be to be perfectly honest. That it's I mean, like what, the, how would it be communism if, if well it I mean assuming okay well no because th- that yeah it is owned by a company it's owned by like it's owned by a private company so yeah, that's it's not owned by a cooperative I mean yeah you know. but I mean it, it like just swap it for the state where like the state owns everything and like you're just working like the state owns your house. Uh, the state like operates basically everything and it's i don't know but if the state was a body of workers who own the means of production then it would be uh, a totally different situation if one billionaire aka or the board of directors of amazon own the means of production um then it's a totally different situation i would feel Oh, I'm I'm comparing it to something like the the Chinese Communist Sounds Party. Sounds like lemons to like... tomatoes, there, bud. Sounds like you're not comparing uh, apples to oranges, lemons to tomatoes, potatoes to sauerkraut. He's gonna. Well, say. we don't have this utopian uh, communism that we that we dream of and read about in the Communist Manifesto. We have like, you know, the Chinese Communist Party, Amazon, where we're Amazon. kind of a a group of elite individuals who have like complete and total uh power and control and monopoly over things are you know basically exploiting exploiting the workers who may or may not want to do what they're doing and they're you know yeah they have they have better lives and uh you know the the elite have better lives, and the fucking the proletariats have shitty lives because they the the state sanctioned or like the state owned whatever that they give to the peon masses is just like a shitty, just a shitty version of uh. Rain, are you are you asking get. me to pee on the masses? <laughs> to pee on the um, I mean no, because saying, because uh, pee on the masses. No, because the commies are already doing that. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Thanks. No, I don't want to talk about libertarian it. outing. I need fest. to stop right uh, now because I don't, I don't, I don't know probably enough about to China out. to be. I don't know anything about China. People, I, I am on enough Reddit po- forums where it's like people are weirdly pro-China, and I just don't have an opinion, so I'm just like, ah. I, I, I mean, all. I don't even know if I should say this, but just like from what I see, like the lifestyle doesn't seem preferable to the United States. Um, I uh, that's the CIA run media showing you what you see. I that is the CIA operatives in the media telling you that the Communist Party of China is not giving the best living conditions to the workers in China. That is the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. 
Um, yeah, I mean, if they're curating my my Twitter and they are they're curating and the internet, they curate everything. The CIA curates everything. Hmm. Um. How do I, I wish there were a way uh, for me to know, like, when they're leading me down certain paths. Um, Every path is already led down by that. Because it's like, I don't want to, because if they are going to brainwash me, and if they are going to, like, brainwash. just lead me down these, like, and, and just, like, kind of, uh, what is it? just like redirect all my thoughts it it's like what is the point of living you know and i and i know that's not that's not a good thing to say you're not supposed to say that um no. you you're take the red pill and not you're the supposed pill. to want to live no matter what the red pill is a big mac at mcdonald's the blue pill is a um blizzard from oh okay you have to understand that the red pill and the blue pill are really just a matter of different options uh, at the fast food restaurant. The actual uh, matrix well, answer would be... That doesn't make me feel better. And uh, drink um, drink some Gatorade. I think that's the option, actually. Well, that's what the Reef option of what? I don't know. I, I don't really have anywhere I'm going with that. Uh, yeah, I we're, mean, we're we running kind of... out of time here slowly. I wanted to say... Just one thing. It looks like you watched Charlie's Angels pre nine eleven. I want to talk about that. Yeah, I I watched hella movies this week. Actually, I watched like four or five movies that I had never seen before, which I haven't been on a kick like that in a long time. So I was uh, I was I, I was I was that. happy so to. Fun. Yeah, it, it was nice to watch some movies, and the the one I wrote the most notes about was. Uh, was Charlie's Angels, uh, which I had, yeah, I'd never seen that before. And, uh, wow, what a, uh, what, what a masterpiece. Um, because, because, yeah, I, like I said, it came out, like, the year before 9-11, so they probably shot it, like, you know, like, two years before. 000, yeah, it's, like, yeah. the year, like, a year or two before 9-11, like, nothing America is, like, just at the tippity-top. Like, nothing could ever touch us. We're the happiest. Like, nothing could ever go wrong. Um, and it, it, it's, like, colorful. And uh, every everyone's got, like, you know, like, you've got a flip cell phone. So you're, you're, you're like, at the peak of technology. Um, and there was a... It, 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 it it's all like it feels like superhuman in a way um it, it almost felt like a crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of kung fu vibe but that movie wasn't even out yet i don't think um but it, it, you, there's moments of the movie where it's like are they supposed to be fucking like superhuman because drew barrymore gets like it's implied that she gets shot and then like falls out a window and then the movie just keeps going like kind of nonchalant but then it does this um, 
Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out two months after Charlie's Angels. Wow. So thank you. Anyway, maybe there was uh, there was a little overlap. Maybe the uh, the writers and producers and yeah they just got together and had a conversation. They couldn't they to make a. They probably couldn't know. Films. They probably couldn't have known. Also, you have to think this is an era in which this is like post post Y two K. We beat the computers, so you have to think of it in terms of like that's a high you have to ride for at least a year. Then nine eleven kind of fucked that up, but like for a year though, we beat the computers. So, you know, that's probably in that wave. Like I bet movies from two thousand do just hit a little more like, like damn, we win, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, because that was freaking people out for sure. Um, and I think it did. I think Y two K did fuck some things up. Because what what was even the deal with Y two K that it was like clocks resetting? Google that exact phrase. What 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 was the deal with Y two K? What was the deal with Y? Was it like digital clocks or whatever resetting? And like if the clocks reset, then it was gonna fuck things up. Yes, yeah, so basically it was uh, clocks were, and this is like digital clocks, I assume, but digital clocks and. Um, like computer programming and like probably like inventory and data data warehousing software and kind of stuff like that. Um, it all had like the way it dated things was it went up to December 31st, 1999 and then it didn't go past that. And like, but so why if it, if it goes back to zero, then it just, it like, let's say for example, that the, uh, the last known data inventory of uh, the nuclear codes, or I don't know, something catastrophic, like the fucking power plant, uh, the computer system that regulates the power plant or does something, you know, like sets the boiler temperatures on the, you know, some massive piece of infrastructure, um, goes back to zero, then theoretically it would just like collapse on itself because when it couldn't keep inputting data if it goes back to zero because then it no, has no frame of reference to regulate itself right from. but like how right. do you fuck up that bad and like why well, can't well, they wrote the code and why can't you just fix it yeah i mean i obviously it did fuck up but it's like ha, uh, yeah it there's probably i mean there's there's books and documentaries and all kinds of shit that i could probably like look into this more if i if i wanted to but yeah, i'm sure there's whole books whole pieces of literature written about it, it's like too i'm 25 it's too late in my life to understand anything i i'm I just gonna really anything that was happening in y2k i don't remember i'm just I gonna no i was too young i was a baby i was too young i don't even remember 9-11 I don't remember a goddamn thing about like that day. It makes me feel better that you say that because I don't remember 9/11 either, and everybody else is like, "I remember 9/11." Like, I don't. They're I, lying. Oh, dude, I was, People our age yeah, are I mean, like, lying. They, I was in kindergarten. Like, I don't even remember my teacher like being like, you were like five or four or five. I would have been five. You just turned five, right? Because your birthday's in the. In this, May, yeah. In so May. you would have, you would have been five and so change. it would have been my first year of kindergarten. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah. Like, also, what is a kindergarten teacher going to say to a classroom full of children? I don't think they told us anything. 
I think um, what you say is, uh, "I am death, destroyer of worlds." I think that's what you walk. That's into. every every <laughs> they every every public school teacher received a memo. Like, I am death, destroyer of worlds. Uh, um, love living in the USA, baby. But uh, but I remember the aftermath. Of course, I I, I think my parents. I remember my parents like explaining to me, but like I'm five. Also, so like I don't have any kind of like, I don't, I don't have any like kind of the, like the barometer for my life has not been set yet. So like when my parents are like, yeah, some some people like like did this, and it's like, oh wow, that's terrible. But like, I what mean, does that mean? Yeah. But, but and it's like it, I I guess that can happen. You know, but, but whereas like and then you don't realize until later that like people in their like 40s, 50s and 60s are like, this has never happened before. Nothing like this has ever happened. And it's like I'm five and it's like, yeah, totally that can happen. So it's like. <laughs> and that's why we're uh, we're both Gen Z. Uh, yeah, because we were just, yeah, maybe that's why, like, people from our generation are such, like, edgelords and, like, so desensitized to, like, violence and, and, uh, horrific shit is because we were raised in where, you know, one of the most shocking, uh, acts of terror, uh, like happened when we were when we were so young, you know, and exactly. we did, and we and like the the what was I I already said barometers. So I don't want to repeat that. Barometer. Um, yeah, sure. Just the same word with a different pronunciation. Um, barometer. Barometer. The barometer. Barometer of normal. Um, yeah like the level for normal hadn't really been set yet uh at that yeah. age so it's like yeah you could have yeah you show a five-year-old anything and go like hey this is normal and they'll probably go like okay and they'll grow up with that yeah, yeah. shove a <laughs> like shove a, a carrot up a... your ass and go like this is normal this is what people do and it's like yeah and then you yeah, grow up your it. entire life thinking like thinking it's perfectly fine to shove carrots up your ass and it is not to break up the party but i gotta go make soup now so yeah uh, i think that's good time because we both uh both yeah, had to take a moment hour. there oh yeah we're at an hour 10 um i just Hell wanted yeah. to make sure we at least did it out the chaff did a little more uh because i had to break to deal with cat shit and then you and then you had to pee pee um, I had to pee pee. Uh, uh, yes, I had to. I have and I have to pee pee. I, I, I must, I must, uh, I must inform you that uh, I will need to take a moment to pee pee. Um, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, I, have... I must tell you that I have to pee pee in the middle of this episode. <laughs> uh, I have a condition I drank where too much espresso and I did not have enough cheese today to stop the pee pee from coming out. I of have... me, so it is a matter of I do not have enough rich foods in my body to stop uh, my body from functioning. I have I a what do you broken. say a benign enlarging of the prostate. Uh, we, it, have, create, uh, it creates uh, a... some pressure on my bladder, so sometimes I have to take an extra pee pee. 
Um, sometimes it, 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 it's, it's more PP than usual, um, and it's totally, it's completely benign. <laughs> It is benign and I love it. Uh, it is a part of my daily life. It is a part of my very essence. Everything, everything is benign to me. Everything, everything. See, see terminal uh, cancer in my body is benign. It, perfectly I benign. It is benign. It is benign because Kidney I failure, it is benign. liver failure, diabetes, uh, uh, lupus. Diabetes. It, it's all benign to me. My mother dies, it's benign. My, my it's child. Benign. It does not matter the, to the, me. The little baby, the. the the, the baby is stillborn is benign. <laughs> okay. That's All right. Anyway, awful. I gotta go. Anyway. Right. Uh, well, good up, bruh. What? I said good up, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll call you while I'm making soup, if you don't mind. Oh, fuck yeah. Sounds good. I, I do have to go actually make soup, so I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, bye. Bye-bye.